Hello, welcome back to the Bring Back the Poetry podcast. My name is Jason Tomlinson. I am sitting here. Uh, I don't know if you can hear the echo in the room. I think you probably can. Uh, I'm sitting here at Hendersonville Martial Arts with uh, the owner and head instructor, Justin Swanson. Hey, Justin. Hello. Um, Justin, we're doing this series here on making your passion your profession, and what I want you to do is, if you can take my listeners back to around 2007, you, uh, fa- your family had just moved to Tennessee, and you're working a job in sales, and then um, I believe you mentioned that martial arts was totally on the back burner by then, but slowly some stuff started to happen. Go ahead and walk us through that. Yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, was working for uh, uh, an advertising, um, in an advertising sales uh, position at that point, and I, uh, uh, you know, did, you know, been training martial arts for a long time, and um, I uh, was uh, just happened to be just you know, working with somebody uh, who has a school up in, in Brentwood and. Uh, we knew a lot of mutual people, so uh, I ended up you know, training there, and then ended up running a lot of the uh, uh, teen and adult classes. Um, you know, for, for for this individual for a number of years. Great experience uh, uh, training. Learned a lot through that program. Grew a lot as a martial artist. Um, but yeah, you know, through that period, it, it kind of was able to kind of keep that dream alive while I was uh, working a lot of hours and. And then uh, ended up taking a break uh, from that as Janelle and I had our uh, had our third uh, child, uh, Wesley. Uh, and then uh, you know through that process, just a series of up and downs with my career, I um, uh, decided at some point. You know, I've been you know one of the things that it's helped helped me back in some ways <clears throat> from pursuing uh, martial arts as a career is that I always want to be learning and growing. So I never I'm never going to feel like I know enough. <laughs> So, like, I could be training for 20 more years, and I still feel all the, just the gaps <laughs> of knowledge that I need to fill. But uh, I kind of got this nudge, um, you know, where I, I wanted to, uh, um, you know, really you know, pursue that uh, this passion again. And so um, I'd actually been let go from a job, and then I reached out, um, uh, you know, to, to, to try and, you know, uh, diversify myself a little bit. Uh, so I reached out to uh, to Jonathan uh, Leak, who was heading our recreation fitness ministry at our church, and just want you know just hey, would the whole idea of uh, us offering maybe a martial arts classes out of the church, and and, and just to, to check in and see if that was of interest. And uh, yeah, he jumped all over it. Um, mm. The church is very receptive. Uh, <clears throat> Doug, you know, Varnado was you know just. You know, uh, very uh, encouraging and uh, just plugging it. Every, you know, every time we were in uh, class and things like that. And so, um, so the church was great. And I remember my first um, uh, class. And it's one of those things too. I, I knew a lot about martial arts. I just didn't know a lot about the business at all <laughs> or marketing, any of those things. Oh, yeah. But my very first uh, class that I held at the church. And this is all for adults at this stage. <clears throat> yeah. At first, we just started with teens and adults. Uh, it was a little bit more of my comfort level at that point. And so, but I remember my very first class, um, we had two people. <laughs> it was uh, it was a, a father, uh, no, it was a, a stepfather and his his. Uh, his stepson uh, that came, and uh, next thing you know, his, his brother joined, and 
and it, and it was just slow. It just grew uh, here in, in, in uh, you know, for, you know, over time, but just kind of ups and downs, and um, and and you know, we kept it going. Um, and I was remember down, we were meeting downstairs in the fellowship hall, and we were there's a little carpeted area over there. And I remember whenever we'd get done, our feet were all kind of, because there's a lot of food that dropped over there. It was kind of gross, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, but as, I, as I kept moving with the program, I uh, decided, um, you know, that I, I, I really, you know, uh, needed to, to offer a kids program. And uh, I had some experience teaching kids, but not as much. So, um, you know, we, we got that started and uh, had a number of, uh, uh, of kids join the program. And um, it was one of those things like, you know, I was enjoying it, I was enjoying the process, but, it, you know, it was also, um, you know, working. I was you know, commuting to Franklin. It was nerve wracking because there are some days where, you know, in that traffic back from Nashville, just, man, am I going to be able to even make it, you know, to, to do my class in time? Um, we had moved uh, from the fellowship hall up to the gap room, which is a big blessing, uh, which was really nice. And so I actually had all my equipment, our folding mats and, and kicking shields and all that stuff. Was I was able to keep all of that in this little kind of closet off to the side there that, that made it real accessible and, and easy to use. And so, uh, so that program was there. But I remember there was you know a period of time I struggled with there. Whereas, I mean, are we ever going to be able to grow this into something that could actually support a family? And, yeah. and I, my biggest doubter was always myself mm. and always in the back of my head. And there, uh, I had reached out to uh, a gentleman who uh, uh, had offered me a job a long time ago running a martial arts school in, in Knoxville. And a guy who, um, yeah, I kind of, felt like he was a little bit shady, but I felt like maybe I could still get what I wanted out of him, <laughs> uh, which, is, which is to teach martial arts full time. And so um, he kind of dangled my chain a little bit. He tried to get me to move to Knoxville at one point, um, but thankfully it just didn't, it didn't work out. Thankfully. Uh, yes. And then he also you know, came up with this idea, well, I tell you what, I'd, I'd like to break into the national market, so how about I um, <clears throat> essentially front the money and you run my school? And so, you know, that, that's when I read that period of time where I was, <clears throat> I was commuting back and forth to Knoxville for a little while, and I, and I turned our program into a once-a-week program. We were just meeting on Saturdays. And, you know, I really felt like I needed this guy. Like, mm. uh, and so I went out there uh, to kind of have this crash course in, in the industry and in program directing. And, you know, it, it was a really good experience in a lot of ways because I learned a ton of really valuable things. But I also learned just enough about this guy to know I don't want to work for him. <laughs> in a million years. So um, shady, yeah. So it, it worked out well, um, and then um, you know we, you know, I, I was able to uh, uh, kind of cut ties with him, but but again, learn a, a lot in a really short period of time. Sure, but great, great information, and work with some really great instructors. And, uh, and so I kind of came back just a bit rejuvenated uh, from that experience and then thinking, you know, uh, really, I don't need anybody that we've got everything here that we need. Yeah. And it's funny because I was running this program <clears throat> for this period of time there, you know, very established, really beautiful looking school, all of first class equipment, a great neighborhood. 
but I was getting more web inquiries on my little, you know, web.com $10 website for this program than that program was getting. Oh, wow. <clears throat> so, um, you know, and, and, and again, that's not with a whole lot of marketing. So um, then I, I came back um, and, and reached out to some gentlemen that I knew, uh, you know, Paul Garcia, I reached out to him because I knew that he knew the business. He had taught that other guy everything that he, know, he knows. Um, but yeah, so you know, really strong believer, and um, yeah. you know, and we shared the same values. So he hooked hooked me up with another a really good guy, um, and then I just really started to to just fill in the, the knowledge gaps that I needed to to uh, to run a program effectively and uh, and create a more professional enrollment mm -hmm. procedure, uh, more professional billing procedure, all those types of things right. to create more stability for the program. Yeah, and then. Uh, at that point, you know, we really just started to just hit a growth spurt and and uh, and reach that next level where we, we actually could begin to see wow, this could actually be a a business that that could um, you know could could sustain us and actually you know be something that could actually be successful and so yeah um, uh, that you know just kind of you know grew from there and um, we reached a point I think last. Spring, so in the spring of uh, 2013. So I mean, it didn't happen quickly, right? Um, but then once it started to really happen, it was fairly quick. Yeah. So there, there was quite a period of time where the school, the program, had 20 students to 30 students, and just kind of you know stayed around that area. But I think we had you know right around 30 students last spring, so around April or May, somewhere in that that range, and then you know just really. Uh, skyrocketed there to the point where, you know, when I was telling people what was happening, they were very surprised to hear that we actually had 70 students operating out of a, a church with no right. visibility. So, um, so we felt like there was enough momentum there for us to go ahead and, and take the, the steps to lease space. And then as we were getting into this, you know, we really felt like, um, you know, God was opening the doors for us to actually go ahead and and, uh, and do this, you know, full time. So I actually gave, you know, when I came back uh, from Knoxville, it was lucky to find a job that I did, and, and it was a, an inside sales job. Didn't require any travel. It was in in Nashville. And yeah, uh, no, back us up just <coughs> yep. a second there, because when you were uh, getting with the shady guy, yeah, you had quit your day job then. Yeah, I quit my day job then, and I, you know, went to Knoxville to, to essentially work for him. Um, and, you know, and then at a certain point, it just, you know, I, I was leaving every Monday morning, yeah. uh, like at like 4.30, something like that, and then driving the drive to Knoxville to make it there for a staff meeting. Um, so I'd get, get, get there, I'd make the staff meeting, and then I would just be in Knoxville for the week. So I was away wow. from my family all week. I wouldn't come home until, you know, Friday afternoon. And so that was rough on us. Uh, we, you know, had just moved into uh, uh, renting another house in town and um, things like that. So, so we were doing that for, you know, it was a couple months you yeah. know, of that. And then, um, you yeah, know, he didn't, there were a number of things he didn't let me know how the school was in a lot of trouble. And so the amount of money I was supposed to be able to make, it just really wasn't there. And, right. and he just, you know, the communication wasn't there uh, on his part. And so, uh, you know, he, I, was, I was actually, you know, showing up there, getting chewed out for problems I didn't create. It was very, wow. very 
Um, wow. it, it was it was eye opening, but again, yeah. God had a plan and purpose for it. And one of the real things I'm thankful for is that he didn't, you know, go ahead and, and open a school in Nashville because if he had, he would have had me sign a non compete. So wow. I would have been, you know, stuck either working for him or not able to to do this or get in some kind of legal wow. battle. So wow. uh, I'm very fortunate that yes. you know, we, I was able to cut ties with him when I did. Yes. Um, and then, you know, kind of get this program going without anybody else owning a piece of it. You know, this is, this, you know, our business. This is and Swanson Industries. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So, um, so that, that was great. But when I came back, uh, you know, I basically let him know, you know, thanks, but no thanks. And, right. You know, I wish you well. And yeah. part ways as friends, uh, supposedly. Uh, but then, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I was able to find a job fairly quickly, um, you know, and it was... Uh, you know, the hours were just perfect for me to be able to keep, you know, my, my teaching uh, opportunities open at night, uh, expanded, you know, the, the offerings I was offering out of the church uh, and how many times I was able to offer classes and um, things like that. So, you know, it worked out great. Um, and then, you know, you know, I, I were able to just reach that point where this, this past uh, December I was able to go to my vice president and let him know I appreciate the opportunities but uh, we've got you know I've got a business that's taken off and and uh, you know we need to pursue this and wow and so we we uh, um, were able to do that in a in a positive way as well so um, so here we are here yeah. we are at Hendersonville yeah. Martial Arts yeah now um, one theme that I hear uh, through your story is this the whole issue of confidence yeah how um, Maybe you don't know enough, or you need somebody else. But here you are. I mean, who who kind of pushed you towards opening the business this time? Yeah, well, it's funny because I think as Janelle in the the past, you know, where she's just been such an amazing blessing because you know here this has been my dream, it's my passion. She's not a martial artist, um, but she's you know kind of at first for a while tolerating it, you know, while. Sure. while you know, while even while, you know, through having young kids and things like that, me being gone a couple nights a week to train and, you know, moving through black belt training camps and, oh, honey, I just, you know, if I can just get through this next black belt training camp, then maybe I can take a break <laughs> a little bit. Um, there's always that next thing. Uh, but I think as she's begin to see, well, also our own kids being in the program and, and, and how that kind of impacts them and, yeah. and other kids that we know. And then as she's seen just my passion and, and the business begin to take off, she, she's caught the vision. And so nice. this dojo that we're sitting in now, you know, her... You know, she had a big part, like the paint that we picked out and, you know, the way that we did the mats and the design, all these things. So I think she began to kind of catch that vision and yeah. kind of take ownership of it. And uh, and then as, as she's seen, um, you know, the business grow, you know, she, you know, was believing in me even when I was uh, doubting mm. and uh, really mm. kind of gave me that nudge, nudge that I need to go ahead and mm. and, uh, and and just just pursue this. So uh, yeah, so she was she was a big part of that. Yep. Thank you, Janelle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what's next for Hendersonville Martial Arts, man? Yeah, so you know we want to you know don't plan to be necessarily the biggest school in uh, uh, in Hendersonville. I want. I want to be the instructor for the most part, and then be able to have my um, have my uh, you know fingerprints on the kids that I'm instructing. 
Um, we don't want to just hire people right off the street that don't understand our systems, that don't have our, um, you know, but we want to, we want to, to, uh, to, to build the program and, and, uh, uh, you know, you know, in a smart way and, and, and offer opportunities to eventually to our own students, to, to, uh, to, to, to have a part in it and, and have, you know, teaching opportunities and other opportunities. So we want to build it, you know, really strong here. Um, and there's so many, you know, families in Sumner County, there's so many, uh, folks looking for for a program like this that's very values based and um, and then uh, people looking for reality based self defense training so we really want to <coughs> build up our adult program yeah uh, more as well get more and more you know, families training where parents and uh, kids are all able to um, kind of be involved with what we're doing so yeah so we want to you know really uh, be be stable here and then you know eventually think about uh, maybe some other uh, communities around Nashville, you know, where, um, where uh, uh, rather than just trying to, to build like a mega school here, we want to have a good size school that's sustainable, that's, uh, uh, you know, that, that, that can be uh, successful. But then, you know, we think about, uh, you know, what some other communities in Middle Tennessee, you know, if, yeah. they, if they could. Uh, and then, you know, where <coughs> uh, folks were able to kind of take me under their wing uh, and, and kind of uh, show me the business. I'd like to be able to do that for other folks. Yeah. Um, you know, as young people and uh, uh, have have passion for martial arts, um, you know, kind of help them, you know, it, it, to take that vision and, and bring it to the next level. So, so that, that's, you know, really what we'd like to be is uh, um, a, a school that could, that can also uh, duplicate itself in, 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 in ways like that, so, yeah. Well, we are certainly looking forward to it, man. Thank you so much for talking to us today, man. Anything else? I think that's it. I mean, I think <clears throat> I talk to our kids a lot about goal setting, uh, and it's one of those things, you know, I, I, um, I say this a lot, um, uh, but there's that, uh, you know, John Lennon song where he's got that line, you know, life is what happens to you while you're making other plans. Yes. And that really always resonates with me. This is something that, you know, I wanted to pursue, but you just kind of, you can get in that rut and, yeah. um, and you can get, you know, you're just working a job that you don't like. Um, and you're thankful for it. It pays the bills, but you don't, maybe don't have that passion for it. Yeah. Um, is to, you know, set some goals. I mean, last year when I set the goal that by the end of the year, um, we were, we were going to, we were going to quit my job and do it, but there was some power in that. Yeah. Uh, there was still a doubt at times in my mind, but there was real power in, in actually setting that goal, writing it down and then, um, then following through and, and now, now seeing, you know, that, that it was, it was possible. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks so much, man. All right. Bye.